This week's Parsha is the Parsha of Vayera, which is the second Parsha where we are going through the story and the life of Avram Avinu. One of the fascinating stories in this Parsha is the uh, destruction of Sodom and Amira. We have these two cities, and really according to the um, teachings of Chazal, of our sages, there's really five cities that were extremely evil. The people in them were extremely evil and wicked to the extent that Hashem destroyed them. But no less interesting is what led up to that destruction. The Torah describes that Hashem tells Avraham what he's going to do. Hashem says, I don't want to cover this from my beloved Avraham. And therefore Hashem tells Avraham that he's going to destroy these cities. And Avraham begins a pretty intense dialogue with Hashem, trying to save for the cities. And trying to say, isn't there some level of goodness there? Aren't there some people of goodness there? And Avram tries, and this is a number of sukkim back and forth between Avram and Hashem himself, um, where Avram is arguing for the sake of the people of Sodom and Amira. Interestingly, the opener words of that, here, the Pasha says that Hashem t- tells Avram, you know, what he's going to do. Then it says, Vayigash Avraham, Avram came close, Vayomer, and he tells Hashem, and the dialogue begins. And the question is, that word Vayigash, which means that he came close, uh, seemingly is out of place because Avram was in the middle of a conversation with Hashem. Hashem was speaking to him and tells him what's going, you know, what he's going to do. And then Avram begins a dialogue. Why is that dialogue um, preceded with the word Vayigash, that he comes close, as if he wasn't standing in front of Hashem to begin with? So Rashi makes a very interesting point and he says that we find the word Vayigash coming close throughout the Torah, throughout Tanakh, in different contexts. And he says, we find Vayigash in the form of milchama, in the form of war. And we have that in, uh, in, in Navi about Yoav, Yoav who's David HaMelech's general. It says, Vayigash, Yoav, Yoav came close. And there it means he went into battle. We also find Vayigash in, uh, the ter- used as a, a form of appeasement. And we have that later in the Chumash when Yehuda comes to Paro and he's there to... Um, to uh, beg for Binyamin, for his younger brother. And the pastor says, Vayigash, you love Yehuda. Yehuda came close and talked to, to Yosef about his greatness, that he's like the king, and so on and so forth. So he was trying to appease the king. And finally, says Rashi, we find Vayigash used for prayer, for tefillah, like it says by Eliyahu Hanavi, uh, in the story where Eliyahu Hanavi, uh, by Mount Carmel, when he created an altar, and he asked Hashem that Hashem should show um his uh, his existence by bringing a fire on the altar. Vayigash Eliyahu. Eliyahu comes close and davens and prays to Hashem. Says Rashi that the word Vayigash, this word to come close, has the meaning of war, it has the meaning of appeasement, and it has the meaning of prayer. And all of these three is what Avraham came to use here in this dialogue with Hashem. When Avraham was going to argue for the people of Sodom, he's going to use the trade of war. In other words, a trait of uh, severe talk with Hashem. Avram says, how can you do this? How can you destroy tzaddikim with Rishayim, the wicked, with the righteous? So he uses, he takes a very tough stance. That's like war. He also uses appeasement. He talks about the greatness of Hashem. Chalila l'chal asayis kadavar hazeh. That it's, uh, it's, uh, un- it's un- unbefitting of you. It's unbefitting of you and your greatness to do something like this and destroy these cities if there's some level of merit. And he also prays. Avram says, He says, I, die, I spoke before Hashem even, even though I'm not worthy, and yet I'm, I'm begging Hashem. Says Rashi, 
that here in this verse, the word Vayigash doesn't mean so much that he came close because he was here as well, in the beginning, as we said. Rather, it's referring to his, his the, uh, the, um, the type of speaking that he was going to speak to Hashem here. And as Rashi says, he's using war, he's using appeasement, he's using prayer. The great Maharal of Prague in his commentary to Rashi called Gur Aryeh points out that really Avram is using here all the three primary attributes of kindness, of severity, and of mercy. He says appeasement is kindness. He's, uh, he's appealing to Hashem's kindness and His greatness that Hashem out of kindness should, um, should spear Sadaim. When he's talking to him words of war, that's severity. He's using a very severe stance, the emotion of severity in, in the dialogue. And when he's praying, that's when he's appealing to God's rachamim, to Hashem's mercy, that he should be merciful on these people. So Avram, in his conversation with Hashem, in his dialogue for the people of Sodom, says the Maharal, based on this Rashi, is using his kindness, he's using severity, he's using mercy, he's throwing it all in for the people of Sodom. And the Rebbe points out the obvious and great lesson for us. We know that Avram is known throughout the Torah and throughout the teachings of our sages as the man of ultimate kindness, the man of chesed, the man of ahava, of love and of kindness and of giving. Um, his, the stories that Torah tells of us, tells of him, is the stories of taking in guests and so on and so forth. So essentially he's a kind man, he's a good man. And yet when it comes to fight for people, when it comes to help people, from a difficulty, whatever difficulty it is. And those people might not be holy people. And these are people that God already said, I'm upset with them, I'm going to destroy them. When it comes to stand up for people, Avram uses every attribute in the book. He uses his own attribute that's of, of kindness, he uses mercy, and he uses severity, which is not typically what he's known for. But when we have to be there for someone else, when we have to be there to help someone else, be it, be it physically, be it spiritually, in whatever way we find that our fellow person needs help, we have to take the way of Avram Avinu, the teaching of Avram Avinu, to use every emotion, to use everything at our at our uh, at our fingertips, to to fight for them, to argue for them, to talk to for them, to be there for another person. And uh, I'll conclude. We t- we typically think of Avram. We think about the first person who talked about monotheism, who talked about Hashem, who talked about God. He came to a world of idolatry, and Avram is called the Reish Minim the first of the believers. He wasn't really the first because he had other Mauritian and so on, but he's the one who brought the faith of Hashem to the forefront and really began Klal Yisrael, the nation of the Jewish people. <clears throat> but here we see Avram's greatness wasn't only in his being a believer, being a holy person, a spiritual person, but in being a person who's there to fight for other people. He's there to use whatever he has when another person needs his help. And these are not two different things. They're very much connected. When a person is truly a believer in Hashem, then he believes that everything Hashem made has goodness in it, and that there's holiness to be found everywhere, and that even though externally it seems that they're just wicked and there's nothing there, but the real believer keeps on searching, keeps on fighting, keeps on looking, where is the holiness? Where is that one thing that I'm going to find that's going to be able to be the redeeming factor for those people and to help them to reveal that goodness, to reveal that holiness within them? And finally, it's because he's the ultimate believer, because he's the ultimate servant of Hashem, He's not stuck in one type of emotion. He's not only a kind person, only a good person. He's there to serve Hashem. He's there to serve something greater. So if kindness is needed, of course he'll be kind. But if severity is is needed, he's there for that as well. If it's the emotion of mercy that's needed, a servant of Hashem, 
one who recognizes that we're not here only for ourselves but to serve something greater, is ready and is able to find even opposite attributes and use them all in the service of Hashem in doing what Hashem wants of each and every one of us. A good Shabbos.